0: Welcome back to What the Fumble. It's Adam again. I am so happy to have my whole character back. I really wanted to do like an id and ego thing with Lenara and Stiletto. Or a left brain, right brain kind of deal. But it's probably a good thing you got the soft side with Lenara. Because Stiletto definitely would have put some cement shoes on Slash and tossed him off the boat when we were escaping the mercy. Although I suppose stripping him down to see where Gloss hides is good enough for me. I think it's his butthole. But now we're prepared to exit the mists. Will we end up in Darkon, or do Justin and the Dice have other plans for us? Find out in episode 32 of What the Fumble Buckets of Fun.
1: Oh, I tell you what—we're jumping right in this week. We're jumping right in. We're doing it, guys. Oh we're doing it. it. Oh. Here we go. Here
2: we go with the big We're Wasting
1: boat. zero time. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, we got to get to this vote. So we're jumping right in. Don't copy off me, God. Yeah, really. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who are you kidding? If there's anything we've known here, it's the twins do the same thing. <laughs>
1: you guys do twin hearts Maybe. sometimes. Just laughed
0: the same. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you've been traveling the mists for hours now. You've had to fight off a flying horror, nearly a dozen skeletons. You've met Madame Lysenia and Rafa, this very strange pair of the Stani seers who travel the mists And everybody, including Merlin, learned a whole lot about Merlin's backstory. But now you've finally reached what feels a whole lot like a crossroads. The myths have opened up all around you, revealing countless paths that could all lead to anywhere. Luckily, you guys have actually spent enough time in the myths that Erasmus was able to appear and give you guys some last-minute advice. He advised that you wake up Dr. Van Richten, try to get him to focus on Darkon as well. And you heeded his written words. Lenora very caringly did her best to focus Dr. Van Richten's mind. He whispered Laman and Venari's name. He said, think of home, think of home. And just like that, Dr. Rudolph Van Richten's vote is locked in. And now I need your votes. I need your votes. We passed out some beautifully colored index cards.
2: Oh man, the moment of truth. Is this is this like an anonymous vote? Do we get to know who, who did what?
1: Well, we'll get to that in a sec here.
2: Well, if someone finds right us, now, I'm going to demand it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right now, yeah, you've uh, write down where your character is focusing on right now. Looks like everyone's done writing actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I
4: know. Let's uh, pass to the front of the class.
1: Pass to the front of the class. Nobody look. Nobody look. Oh, this is exciting. (laughs) Oh, man. This is exciting. It makes
5: it feel a lot more real when there's actual proper props right at the table here. All right. How is this going to ruin our lives? Just throwing out (laughs) your guys' and
0: put what I wanted and pass that on.
1: (laughs) You guys also know that Erasmus gets a vote. He's promised to vote. ...for Darkon before he disappeared. hmm The votes are cast, then. The votes are cast. Your characters are each kind of individually thinking... ...of a domain of dread that they want to travel to. The countless paths that the mist can kind of presented to you... ...start to close back up. Just one by one. They disappear... Each one getting swallowed by the mists and no longer an option. Quickly those infinite options start to dwindle away till you can start to count them again. Soon only there soon only about a dozen paths remain, but still the mists are swallowing them up one by one. Ten remain, then nine, eight, seven. And this is the point where we're gonna break character a bit. Because this is pretty home And we can kind of flavor this a few different ways. So I want you guys to weigh in. Like, you guys know we're going to roll the D100, right? I thought, oh, yeah. yep. thought about letting you guys roll the D100, but I feel like we have to keep that in secret. Because you guys know if we get a 1, for example, we go to my vacation island. Yeah. We go to my vacation getaway. And you know, like when you got to Dominia, you didn't really know you were in Dominia till. You were floating in the water for a few days before you even realized where you were. So if you just got spit back out into a forest, I don't want you guys to know where you're at, right? I want you guys to be able to do the math and kind of metagame and maybe somewhere down the road be able to figure out where you land. So we have to keep the D100 in secret, I think. So if you get to my vacation getaway, I don't want you to know you're there until it's too late.
0: You can check out any time you like. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Where everybody knows your name.
1: But what I do want you guys to weigh in on though is whether or not you guys think the myth should kind of hint to you whether or not you're united. In other words, oh. do you guys want to know if the votes united or not? Cause I could flavor it like one of two ways, right? I could say I could say that these Paths in the mist dwindle away one by one till only one remains. And that that one that remains would be the one that the, the D100 landed on. Or I could kind of tell you that they dwindled away one by one. And when we got to, I don't know, maybe three options left that they kind of paused for a minute as if they were a little undecided. So it's up to you guys. In my opinion, there's a horror element either way. It's scary either way. I'll also add that if I, if you guys opt to know if you're united or not, I'm not telling you who voted for what. what I will reveal vote
6: for Ooh.
1: I'll reveal how many options were on the table, oh. but that's all I'll reveal.
4: Yeah, I'm down for a little extra drama. For Absolutely, sure. oh, exactly. mm.
3: I think that's great see i'm torn between my insatiable curiosity and whether or not it'll like my paranoia will be able to handle extra paranoia <laughs> let's do it
2: yeah i, I, I yeah. think we need to know if we're united or not yeah i feel I like in so. the,
5: i feel like the mists i like, maybe this is me headcanoning things i don't understand but my headcanon is kind of in a state where if we're not united then the mists would reflect that because if we were united, okay, boom, it's this one path. But if it's not, well, it is going to struggle, I feel. It's trying to figure out which way it wants us to go.
2: Yeah, it almost gives an, a sense that the mists are alive. Yeah,
5: like there's a particular... And even as Madame Lysenia said, there is a particular sentience possibly to the mists. And I feel like that helps reflect that narrative. Well, I mean, the whispers have been telling us
3: to go our own way the entire time. Mm. If someone's trying to go somewhere else, that's, pr- that's what they want.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Adam? What are the pros and cons here?
0: Uh, both Lenara and Adam think we are divided. So, uh, for me, I get to see how divided we are. So that's a con or a pro. Sorry for both the player and the character.
5: I think the vote is. Let's see if
0: we're how bad we are
5: not united. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Two paths, five paths. Because there's one thing we need more of it's extra stress, <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh Lord, we've all been playing together so long that we decided to play d and d on hard mode, and now we're like putting in like prestige hard mode with this. it feels like
1: this does put yeah a little bit of a <laughs> it puts it has a cool element to it, I think yeah
2: it's
1: like remember that time we all got together and played among us that was a good time. Oh, God. <laughs> <I think laughs> fine. Let's find the imposter, guys. Who is it?
0: David can't lie for shit. <laughs> Seriously. Soapy loves stirring up shit. That was
2: great. Oh, that, God. You're a, you're a king at that game. My Lord.
4: That group that you introduced me to, that Discord server, they fucking hate my ass. They,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they do not like me.
1: Oh, those were good times. Those were good times. All right. Well, fair enough. Like I said, I feel like both options are scary. Like, neither... Neither answer is going to leave you feeling good, I don't think. (laughs) So I'm good. I'm good with letting you guys know. Sure enough, then, all your characters focus on where they want to go. The mists swallow up these paths one by one by one until three paths remain open.
3: You son of a bitch.
1: Three paths. Mechanically, this is where I'm rolling my D100. Uh, Oh, shit. Three. Six
3: paths remain open. What (laughs) the fuck? you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ten paths. Who voted twice? There was an
6: option.
5: Goddamn electoral college. Like, what the hell? (laughs) I gerrymandered the
0: mists.
3: (laughs) I stuffed like six ballots in there. What about you?
1: Three paths remaining.
4: I feel like we should make a prediction. Even I kind of want to like we know we know one of them is vacation spot. We know the other one is Darkon, also for sure. What could possibly be the third? I one? feel
2: like I feel like when we were talking about mistraveling and whatnot, it was very specifically about you know everybody needs to be thinking of Darkon, and who else can think? Galas can obviously think. Galas is clearly sentient. I feel like Galas has a ulterior motive here that even is unknown to Selash. Seems to be that you're uh, throwing a little bit of smoke there, Miles. Oh, yes, Galoss. He's the one who definitely would have an ulterior motive and definitely him. Listen, Salaj is quite content learning as much as he can from this group. I think he's made that much
0: clear. Mm-hmm. Which one of you thought of the Stay puffed Marshmallow Man? <laughs> <laughs> Although, if anything,
3: like Sobi's the shit disturber of the group, I am... I'm not convinced that he wrote down Darkon at all.
2: You never know. He probably put down, like, nearest pub. <laughs> Inheritance.
3: <laughs> in
4: has been a while since I had a drink, now that you mention it. yeah. yeah. The nearest copper tree. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense for Merlin wanting to maybe go back to um his home in Om, check check on his uh, brother Albin, or see his home. Mm.
2: I'm not saying that's what I wrote, but
4: maybe yeah, knows. Wants who to knows? reasonable.
2: Maybe, maybe Lustra wants to go back to Chalt. No, I need to find Rena and my
0: father. They probably made it back already. I like that it's in that order. Suck it, Dad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it would be go
0: against everything he's doing to even get here. Could be the boat. Could be a stowaway. Could be Van
2: Richten. Maybe he has, when he says think of home, he doesn't think of Darkon. Maybe That's he it. thinks of somewhere
1: else. He's a different home. These are all things that the imposter would say, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty sus over there, David.
5: <laughs> we all know I
0: can't lie with yeah, shit. <laughs> that is the one thing we're all very
1: confident <laughs> in around
0: the
5: table. That
1: part is true.
5: Out of all the D&D characters I've ever played, I've never taken proficiency in Deception. Ever.
1: <laughs> well, two of the paths, after a moment, they, you know, they linger just long enough for the mist to let you know that there was something fishy going on when there were only three options left. But after just a moment or two, two of the options disappear, and your path is chosen. And you begin to float your way through this one remaining path that the pale mists have set before you. I'm sure at this point, no doubt hoping that you were at least mostly united in your thoughts of dark on. Do you guys do anything while you're traveling down this path or silently groan All right, hope?
3: guys, our moment. Hold hands and chant. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop in the corridor. Gum it up for whoever's next. Yeah, no kidding, eh?
1: <sighs> One more chant of Darkon. I like it. Mm-hmm.
3: Darkon, Darkon, Darkon. What the f- Why are there three? Darkon, Darkon,
6: Darkon.
1: <laughs> well, once the path is set... Only a few minutes go by, really, before the mists suddenly part ahead of you, and suddenly the refreshing feeling of open air hits your senses. Before you is a large coastal city, (gasps) docks that spread out as far as you can see. The city itself is a bit smaller than Waterdeep, for those of you who have been there. But it's still pretty impressive in its size. Most of the buildings seem to be no more than two or three stories tall. Every direction you look is just this sea of rooftops and chimney smoke. From your current perspective of the city, there's actually only a few buildings that are taller than the average ones. And of those, the the one that stands out is this five-story tall jet black tower. It sticks out like a sore thumb among the hundreds of two- and three-story houses and buildings around it. The docks you're headed towards, however, are way closer than you'd think they should be. So close that you immediately realize you're on a collision course with one of the wooden piers. But there are numerous people standing by with long poles at the ready so that they can help slow incoming boats down before they slam into the docks. A few piers down, you can, you can see the wreckage of like a large merchant ship that they weren't able to slow down on time. But all these people on the docks, are they're yelling, they're barking orders in common <gasps> as your boat comes floating out of the mist. They're like, coming!" Holes at the ready!
3: Not Gundarak, you guys. Hey! What do you do? Uh, um, roll backwards! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't, um... Drop the
5: sail and roll. Um, I'm instantly gonna grab my rosary and put it around my wrist and keep it tight and keep it on me, just in case. Selash almost panics for a moment, uncharacteristically,
2: and says, Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? What do we tell them?
4: Uh, play them. Merlin, where you come from Dominia? Oh shit, no, that's the truth uh,
1: <laughs> So as you guys like try to slow your your row down, you look over your shoulders and realize the mists are like right behind you and aren't going the way aren't going away. What? The mists here are like 30, 40 feet away from the docks and you look out like you know to your left and your right and there's just like a wall of mist. As far as the eye can see, like, really close to land. Not close enough that you uh, could, like, reach out and touch it from the docks, but close enough that a, a ship, uh, like that wreckage or the merchant ship, you just saw, like, a ship bursting through the mists as no, like, they have no time to slow down with the slightest bit of momentum, right? Wow. So the mists are very, very, very close here. But, yeah, there's uh, people on the docks, poles that are ready, ready to stop you
0: thinking we colla- could collapse the boat, but if our momentum takes us, we're just going to splish splash and yeah. bounce off the water. I mean, we still have a sickly Van Richten. Um, what if we made the boat smaller?
3: Or do we want to, like, show our hand and show that we have a
0: magic boat right now? How are we going to put it away anyway? I, under cover of darkness? I don't know, yeah. man. I Yeah, I think I've... at this point, just let them stop us. This seems to be a normal occurrence, and they're yep. ready for it, so...
1: Sure thing, yeah, your your uh, Viking-style ship closes the distance. It's not very far, so it's like, you know, 30, 40 feet uh, away from the the pier. When you come out of these mists, you can feel uh, the poles thud into the hull. They slow your ship down. Uh, A few of them, like, immediately kind of walk away and start doing other tasks, but there's one guy... Like, oh, that was, that was close. Oh, thank you. This is usually the part where they tip us.
0: <laughs> you guys did we, really well. <laughs> <laughs> we have yet to divide our spoils, it seems. Um, who has. If you desire a tip, I would recommend
2: using more polls. <laughs> <laughs> Give him money, you asshole. <laughs> Slash will, will fetch a gold out of his pocket.
1: <laughs> he snatches it out of your hand. Thanks, jackass. <laughs> 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 we don't get a lot of work anymore with that shroud so close to shore now. Guy's gotta eat.
3: <laughs> what, it's been getting closer?
1: Yeah, they say, some people say it moves a little bit every night, a few inches. Every couple of weeks it plows forward a few feet, uh, I don't know, but yeah, that Shroud's really screwed up business. Oh. H-
3: how long has that been happening? Or is it just sort of a thing that's always been going on?
1: He yeah, shrugs. I don't know. It's been noticeable for months, though. I used to just unload ships. Now I can stop them with a pole for tips. Bullshit. <laughs> Half the people don't even tip. It gives Slash a very <laughs> evil eye.
2: <laughs> Slash shrugs. Uh, looking to the wreckage, you said there was a wreckage of like other ships that had not quite made it.
1: Yeah, like one dock down, yeah.
2: Does this happen often, where ships don't quite stop in time?
1: No, don't get much business anymore ever since the Shroud's moved in. Hmm.
3: And every... all of the shipping comes from the mists? The what? Th- the... Th- Shroud? Shroud?
1: No, it's stopping it. I used to look out off of this pier and see nothing but water.
3: Oh. Oh, it was that far. Oh. I have no
0: idea what that means. Is there any work inland?
1: What kind of work? Logging? I don't like logging.
0: <laughs> Transport.
6: I'm not a big fan of that caravans. either. I heard mm-hmm. there
3: was a um a shortage of dung sweepers recently perhaps.
1: Oh, they might be hired. I don't want to show... Why are you saying... What's wrong with stopping boats with a pole? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, th- nothing. Just, you know... Just She gestures at the destroyed ship a few docks down. Well, I mean, how long until one of those just takes out the pier that you're standing on? It's very brave
0: work. I appreciate it. I I, I will give him a second gold. I will give him a third gold. Now oh, i absolutely nice broke. World.
1: This guy's doing very well. Oh, geez, thanks. (laughs) Maybe you're not so bad. Uh, You guys do ask a lot of questions for people who just got here, though.
0: Well, we're just trying to get the lay of the land, you know? Do you have an Uh, information center by chance?
1: Information center? Uh, Nope. How about (laughs) a tavern
0: for my dear friend
2: here? And he pats Merlin on the shoulder.
1: Uh, there's a flop house for, uh, people like you guys towards the end of the pier here in the dock district. It's called Yawning Eddie's, uh, you know, he's got a lot of business, boats coming in, sailors needed a night, uh, a place to stay for a night or two. Uh, he'd go to the old Yawning Eddie's. I'm sure he'll be happy to get the business. It's not far from here.
5: Oh, well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Would they happen to have room and board there To stay the night
1: Probably Unless it's full I can't imagine it's full
5: Thanks and I hand him another gold
1: Man this guy's killing it Yeah Yeah. He takes his pole and breaks it over his name (laughs) Fuck this job I'm rich (laughs)
3: Uh, Do you have a name sir?
1: Nope (laughs) Fair enough (laughs) It's uh, Franklin.
2: <laughs> well, Franklin, we also have somebody with us who is also feeling under the weather as a result of our travels. Oh. Is there a place we could potentially take him somewhere nearby?
1: Uh, yawning Eddies, I guess.
5: I don't know about you, but we've had a hell of a trip. I feel like we need to rest. Slash nods.
2: Merlin, Merlin also nods and throws up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, what, just while we're having this conversation, I also sort of want to eyeball that, uh, that decrepit merchant vessel, see if there's any, like, you know, floating crates that just haven't been scavenged yet.
1: Uh, you'd have to kind of oh, you know, okay. go over there, so, so if you want to actually search the waters and stuff, you have to walk over there, just, mm. like, the next pier over.
3: I feel like we're not quite in a place to be disturbing shit quite yet, but, uh... Wait for the dung sweepers to sweep up before. All right, yeah, um, I'm just going to keep quiet and thank him again. Thank you, Franklin.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, thanks. Just, like takes his two, the two halves of his pole and chucks them into the water. <laughs> Gives the middle finger to all his co-workers.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good to know they don't share. Have uh, fun stopping
1: something. boats, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We did a good thing. Did we? He's probably going to get murdered. The (laughs) docks have lost one of their best. He's becoming something better than himself.
3: I wouldn't go that far, but... (laughs) He's four gold better anyway. Uh, To the the flop house, I guess. Should we tie up the
0: ship, or...? Hearing the words tie up, Slash shudders a little bit. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, the weapons the skeletons used on us are, are they still good
1: or are they uh, the, the skeletons were like scrap armor uh all the weapons were really rusty i mean if you like want to use it they were usable sellable eh, probably not but usable yeah all right
0: well if that's the case i'm sure there's probably at least four of them I will gather them up, give one to everybody else, since I can't use them, and I will just take a moment with Selash, and I will go, I saw what you were doing with your Kopesh, you, uh, I was a little more choppy than, uh, stabby, she's just gonna, now I'm not as good with a sword, it's a little too long for me, and just a quick little instruction of how to, like, stab with a dagger, uh, you seem more, uh, finesse than strength, and on the off chance that breaks, he pa- she passes you one of her daggers. I make sure I only need the one hand to cast. I saw, you know, what was going down in the fight. Just a little piece of advice. This way you can still be armed and cast. You are losing my distrust. Doesn't mean we trust you yet. But I do want to let you know as well. We, under, under my direction, while you were unconscious... We looked for Galaz. We did not... We left you some decency, and also your underoos are cr- clean now. <laughs> uh, he was not conscious, at least not to us, and not visible to us. I don't know what you know about him or what he does. I don't know if he knows that he's conscious when you are or not. I want to learn these things for all of us, and I figured I'd rather be up front with it.
2: So lash almost... For a moment, looks down his nose at you, but then, hearing your your candor, his expression softens and turns into more of something quizzical or investigative. Trust isn't necessarily needed to travel together, although I can appreciate its benefits. Understand that, though you hand me a blade, you hand it to me handle first, and blade pointed back at you. I'm sure you can appreciate the metaphor. I true, truly need to understand Golos a little bit better myself. As you can see, I'm a bit of a struggle when it comes to first encountering people, and Galas is still somebody I'm still learning. But trust me when I say that I too am learning
0: more about him each day. Well, knowing what you're both capable of means all of us survive. All three of us, I say, towards wherever Galas might be at this point. Plus, now if you know how to use a dagger and stab me in the back, I'll die a lot faster, which I feel... A little better about that clean kill. (laughs) Let's go grab a drink.
2: So, so Slash sort of his eyebrows sort of pop up. He's the corners of his mouth come down, sort of like a, and uh, and follow suit.
1: So you guys like start walking towards uh, the far end of the uh, dock district here, where you're told there's a flop house called Yawning Eddies. Uh, And you hear very distinct like clattering of of sounds like pots and pans. You see this uh, short, chubby little human. Uh, he's wearing a, an iron pot on his head, like with a handle in the backwards direction to make him look even cooler. <laughs> he is shirtless, shoeless, has a pair of ragged pants with a piece of rope tying them up. Behind him, he is dragging very, very loudly a long line of, it must be at least 30 buckets tied together <laughs> by a rope. What? And he's coming in your direction. He's like, oh, hello there. You're new to Montira Bay, aren't you? Old Ardo Hut's here. I sell buckets. Would you like to buy a bucket. For
4: what? What? Why would I need a bucket?
1: Oh, that's a a good question. You can do anything with a bucket. You can tie them together. (laughs) You can drag them around. (laughs) You can fill them up. Empty them out.
3: That's four things.
1: Stack
4: them together. (gasps) Hmm. You drive a hard bargain. How much for a bucket?
1: (laughs) Oh, one bucket. Two silver. Ah, that's a good deal. <laughs> Damn right, it's a good deal. Best deal you'll find.
4: All right, here's a two silver. I'll take a bucket.
1: <laughs> oh, what's that? You want to buy two buckets?
4: No, nope, one bucket, two silver, my friend.
1: Two buckets, six silver.
4: <laughs> that's a worse deal. That's more
1: expensive. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
4: fine. All right, two buckets. Two <laughs>
1: buckets. He unties two buckets from his long line of buckets, he hands you two buckets. You hand him his silver.
4: Yeah. You get a, you get a lot of tourists like
1: this. Oh no, sales are bad ever since the shrouds moved in. I'm done with you though. I don't think you're going to buy any more buckets. And he kind of <laughs> walks over. To Lenora, Hello, ma'am.
0: I'm broke. Don't try me.
1: Okay. What's over to Tess. Hello, Miss Otto Huts. Would you like to buy a bucket?
3: I'm sorry I don't associate with potheads. Oh,
6: my God.
1: Oh, I'll forgive you for that insult if you buy three buckets. Three buckets, one gold. Three,
3: three buckets, one copper. All right. Done.
1: Ah, I see what you're trying to do there, young lady. Uh, you can, uh, roll, what, persuasion? Sure. (laughs) Uh,
3: that is ten.
1: A Mm ten? That's enough. He's convinced. (gasps) Excellent. That's a deal.
3: Oh, splendid. I can't wait to use these. Tie them together.
1: That's what I do with mine.
3: Wow. I'll, I'll work on
2: living up to your legacy. Uh, okay. He's
1: already walking past you and okay. towards the lash. Bucket.
2: A bucket is most useful when it is empty, so no. never it-
1: hmm. <laughs> <But laughs> looked at it that way. Has the most potential when empty, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> One free bucket for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Places a bucket at your feet and then right to Lustra. you look like you enjoy fair trades you want a bucket
5: i am not in the mood for trade right now (gasps) he was the traitor
1: it's him how about four buckets
5: (laughs) i think i'll shop around
1: oh well old odo Huts is offended you won't find a better bucket or better deal
5: I have no need for a bucket.
1: Okay, okay. I tried.
4: <laughs> Merlin wants to go back already. <laughs> he
1: takes that pot on top of his head and he takes the uh, the handle and swings it towards the front so that like it looks like he's wearing a different pot. And then he comes back over to you and he's like, "Hello, Shodo hops." Would you like to buy a bucket <laughs> I have much better buckets than the ones I see you just purchased. Mine are much better than that other guy's buckets.
4: <laughs> I mean, I paid a good price for these, like like a lot. I paid a lot for these buckets you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me a good deal.
1: Two buckets ten copper
4: that that is a better deal. All right, ten copper
1: <laughs> done. <laughs> All right. You guys want him to keep going? <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, goodness. We'll go so night. you
3: seem to be running low on buckets. If you want to replenish your supply, I have three buckets oh, right
1: here. Oh, that's a good quality bucket.
3: They are quite high quality, but the best quality even. Um, <laughs> I'd say it would be a steal to get one of these buckets for five silver.
1: Oh, I don't buy buckets. I sell buckets. Oh, That what is a you... nice bucket. I'll give you two buckets. For your one bucket.
3: You drive a hard bargain, my friend. <laughs> I hope you kept all of that in your inventory guy. I have four buckets. I have
1: fucking five buckets. <laughs> <put> in?
2: <laughs> I have one bucket. Odo has twenty buckets. <laughs> <laughs> this is um this is like grade school math problem. How many buckets? <laughs> Seriously.
1: Oh my lord. Bucket guy. Takes his earnings, I think. Did he? I'm not even sure if he came out on top or not. But he has a lot less buckets on his strings, and he starts to walk away. Uh, you sure? Sure, you don't want to? No. you don't want to like spill your guts to no to I, bucket I, guy.
2: T- uh, for once, Slash agrees with Tess. He doesn't associate with potheads. <laughs> hate that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought it was clever. I thought it was good.
4: I
3: <laughs> he told. I was- taking shorthand notes about npcs and i'm like okay guy pothead heh. uh but i mean the big problem is that justin needs to make less interesting npcs because if everyone is like this we're going to spend like the next 18 episodes just chatting with six people just trying to get
0: down one block
1: your flattery will get you nowhere
0: (laughs) coming for you going oh great we know we're in Martira martyra bay at least Mm. And he did not seem like the person to get more information out of, considering he's running around acting like a goofball, I feel. we'll Probably yeah. get slightly better information that might not find its way to different hands. Yeah. I mean, the last goofy person we talked to
3: from Martira Bay was a serial killer. Yeah. So, I'm concerned that he's like the bucket man who totes heads around in buckets and cover of Nightfall. <laughs> Fair enough. I checked my
1: buckets. Fair enough. <laughs>
3: Are there any heads in the buckets? No heads
1: in the buckets. You guys, I guess it sounds like you're making your way towards this flop house. Yeah. Yes. yes. Talk to me about the condition of the boat and the condition of Van Richten.
2: I feel, so like, do we leave the boat behind?
4: If, yes, yeah, so I'm not folding up a magic boat in front of these people for sure.
5: Yeah. Yeah, we probably don't want to give away any more information about ourselves than we have to in this unknown place. Well, but the
0: other option is we might lose the boat. That's How it. would we lose the boat? Stealing? Theft? <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like we've tied it down or left it with anybody.
4: Someone who's going to steal the boat is going to have to like go right into the shroud, quote-unquote, right? Like, that's that's the only place they're going with
2: it. I'm more concerned about the boat being destroyed because of somebody
0: coming out of the shroud. Oh, there's a good point or just drifts away (laughs) well now that it's not hurtling towards the wharf we can probably take it a little ways away and transform it out of most of sight but now that we're not smashing into the docks does anybody give a crap about the boat like everybody else is about their way
1: uh if yeah if you tie the boat yeah once they the the guys at the poles stopped you they helped you tie it to the docks and yeah, right. Right now, they don't know any better. I assumed you kind of left it there, but yeah. we
4: just paid Franklin like a yeah. lifetime salary. I don't think he's going to let anything happen to <laughs> we, that boat. We should have
0: <laughs> did it well. He
1: was flipping everybody off and getting their attention. Hmm. <laughs> but you guys can get back in it and sail away, go somewhere. Yeah, out, let's go out back the yeah, literally, do sure. whatever you want. No.
2: I mean uh, in
3: our in our internal clocks, it's like four a.m. So yeah, I think
2: sleep. a flop is is definitely an. Uh, Van Richten, I'm sure. Who's who's taking care of Van Richten there? I feel like I'll, Van, I'll probably I'll probably carry him. Yeah, so I'm sure Van Richten is slung over Looser's shoulder or something.
1: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, did he stay conscious through the through the rest of the sailing, or is has he passed back out again?
1: He's still kind of of no use, but he's slipping in and out. If you give him a shoulder to lean on, he can get himself to where he needs to go. But no, no change in condition yet, unfortunately. I don't think Adam was like suggesting we go back in the myth. He was just suggesting no, uh, we like sail like, yeah. out of sight and mm, and still fold f- there. But yeah, it's I all mean, it's all up to you guys. Yeah,
3: I just don't like leaving a magic item hanging out. No, I don't know. I just I feel like we just spent
4: so much money on the on the people at the docks that like I think it's probably fine. It's not like a pressing issue for Merlin. He'd rather just uh go have a drink right now and
5: probably get some information we can get it get in rest. the morning we yeah. know we know nothing about this place i say we just fold it up
4: you want to fold it up in front of everybody like harry houdini just you <laughs> make
5: a boat well, how many how many people are around the dogs like what time of a day lot. is it even it's bustling
1: it is like maybe it's to be mid to late afternoon oh cripes okay let's go uh, see if there's
0: docking fees that's yeah that's a good point and then our boat won't get stolen hopefully
1: You don't have to worry about docking fees or anything like that. Uh, If you do try to take note of the time, though, you do, I suppose, find it somewhat interesting that if you kind of do the math in your heads, and like Colin just said, your bodies are in kind of 4 a.m. mode, but you come out of the mist and it's like dinner time. It almost seems uh, either the days here don't line up with the days in Dominia, or you lost or gained time, but... You find it kind of odd that it's late afternoon. Like, why isn't it four in the morning? Yeah. Uh, So there was some weird, weird either gain or loss of time in the mist. We're jet lagged to hell. You're super jet lagged. That's for sure. That is for sure. All right. Let's just check into the hotel,
3: put our bags down and just go to the hotel bar
5: yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah um, Man, there's
1: people all over the place of, of every race too you know there's halflings and dwarves and elves there's on the note of everything's that, here
3: on the note of that um is tess is going to be like trying to like clock and see if we're gaining any notice from people like other than just like oh hey those are people
4: yeah, because like, we look rough. Like
1: we just, you know, we're beat up. You do, yeah. And you're strangers who just arrived.
2: Uh, yeah. so Lash would definitely be looking for people of authority. Are there any guards? Are there any people of n- note in that way? Any people wearing magic items that he can see or that are noticeable? Any kind of any kind of police force?
1: Somebody give me a perception. Whoever, whichever one of you two wants to do it, Colin, Miles. I'll do it.
2: What's their name? Looking for the
3: Kagatane. That's it.
1: Nine. A nine, you don't manage to, like, pick out anyone in particular who seems to be watching you. You don't see any armed guards anywhere. No one's standing with, you know, magical staves or anything. It doesn't take, what, maybe five, ten minutes of you guys kind of walking along the docks to start. You just have an uneasy feeling of being watched, for sure. You can't, every time you kind of look around, you can't, pinpoint anyone looking directly at you, but the feeling is there. It's undeniable.
3: Oh, um, I would like to grab a um, a scrap of cloth or even just like some of the remaining uniform from Dominia and cut it into a little square and be like, oh, um, Professor Jones, uh, you're you're looking very, very weak here. Um, and she'll, like, put, like, a little kerchief over his face. Um, because, I mean, we don't know if anyone's looking for Over Van Ritten, yeah.
4: We do know that someone's looking well, for Van Yeah, Rickford, Sorry, yeah. but, like,
3: we we don't know how much there he's being looked for or how recognizable he is. Um, so if we're just carrying... Uh, public enemy number one through the streets maybe at like our faces aren't recognizable but his
0: definitely is how different is our attire from everybody else does it look like there's one sort of set normal uh
1: not really it's uh i mean it doesn't seem that much different than in Waterdeep. really like it's a pretty at a glance this looks like a pretty normal city like there's Clearly, people of different uh, financial statuses walking around. Like, there you can see people who are clearly struggling and people who are clearly rich, and there's every race. And this is a hustling, bustling, melting pot of a city, including the attire. Yeah, it looks like it really reminds you a lot of a smaller water deep. Like, everybody's here. It's
3: very cosmopolitan.
5: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm. I'm getting nervous about all of this. I said we just get inside somewhere. It's
2: a beeline to the flop house, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Slash nods.
1: Yeah, it doesn't take much of a walk. It's kind of like at the end of uh, the dock district right before the streets lead on into the the heart of this city, kind of on the outskirts for sailors to uh, spend a few nights in before they set sail again. And you get to this flop house. It's two stories, a decent size building. Above the door outside is a picture of uh, like an old guy. Like the sign has a picture of an old guy in a rocking chair, like yawning. Aww. And you walk into the flop house. The inside is pretty decent little uh, like common area right when you walk in. There is five or six, about half a dozen tables set up. It could easily house 20 to 30 people on a nice, busy tavern night. There is a bar in the corner. This barkeep is sitting in a stool behind it. He was asleep when uh, he walked in, and he wakes up with a yawn at the sound of the door opening.
3: He's literally the old guy on the picture. He is, like, literally <laughs> yeah. the guy on the picture.
1: <laughs> and with the yawn, you see he almost has, like, this uh, annoyed look on his face. Like, you know, when you walk into a restaurant and you're the only uh, customers walking in. He's like, he needs the business, but he's like, ah, oh, come on. I've really? been not
0: in Both sides of that look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a lot of us around this table have seen those looks. Yeah. Uh, and it's you kind of get that feel when you walk in. He But uh, he wakes up, he's like, oh, uh, How many? I guess you want rooms. I got four empty. There's two in each. Uh, it's ten silver ahead.
3: All right, so that would be three rooms for us, then?
2: Yeah. Slash nods. Sure.
3: All right. Uh, well, we, we will take three, sir.
1: He uh, kind of lazily gets out of his chair... And fumbles around under the counter till he finds a key. Hey, branding. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He finds a key, like puts it on the counter. (sighs) Oh, jeez. Rooms are upstairs. You don't need food and drink, too, do you?
4: Well, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh,
4: Merlin hands him a bucket. Can you fill this up?
1: <laughs> oh, that's a really nice bucket. Yeah, with booze?
4: Yeah, and then he hands him another bucket, and then this <laughs> one this one for food.
1: <laughs> he kind of shrugs. Yeah, I suppose it's easier for me this way, too, really, sure. Uh, I'll bring it upstairs and give me a few minutes.
3: Perhaps you could fill it with fried chicken or something.
1: <laughs> it's a KFC
4: reference oh.
1: oh, thank you The look of confusion on Justin's face I struggling space. with that one
3: oh, I'm sorry
1: <laughs> So you guys are still Standing yeah, in front yeah. of the bar, huh?
0: <laughs> so then we're going, I'm going upstairs uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, Rough night, sir?
3: Day?
1: Ah, just Life wasn't expect- yeah, Just don't worry about it. I'm, I'm happy for the business. Happy for the business. Just a little sleepy as so. well.
3: Oh. Well, we will get out of your hair.
1: You, uh, yeah, like I said, rooms are upstairs. Here's the keys. Uh, I'll bring food up in about 20 minutes.
2: Slash so will go up to the bar and say to him, I'm perhaps... Maybe a little bit different from everyone here, but I do have a bit of a religious persuasion. Is there any nearby temples that I might pray at?
1: Those temples? Man, not anymore. You used to... Every now and again, people used to come into Martyr Bay. They wanted to travel the old Nevachar Springs and go see the Temple of Ezra out there, but... <gasps> it's all been cut off by the Shroud. Ask me, they're the ones behind it, those filthy elves...
2: <laughs> uh Silash sort of, you know, cuts a glance over to Tess and, and Lenara. Full elves though, right? Half elves are still okay.
1: I mean everyone's okay, just I, just I don't know, I don't people say the ones out there are weird, but like I said, can't go visiting no more. Shrouds cut everything off, cut my business off, no sailors come in anymore. Rough times in Martira Bay.
2: Well I'm sorry to hear that. Um have you considered an ad campaign of sorts to perhaps drive <laughs> business?
1: Hmm. No.
3: <laughs> there's a very savvy salesman who wandering the streets out there. Um.
1: Unfortunately, the those of the locals don't come stay at the flop houses. They stay in town. Like I said, there's just nobody coming through.
2: What competition is ousting you?
1: Nobody. It's there's track- no customers.
2: Yeah, well, clearly they're going to some other flop house in the city. What's the most prestigious establishment here?
1: Uh, I mean, there's there's a gentleman's club up in uh, North District, but none of you guys are going to get in there looking like it takes a lot of money to get in there.
3: I don't know. We have s- ten buckets between us. <laughs> some pretty bourgeois.
2: Uh, perhaps not, but as a... Man of the cloth, perhaps I can convert a few people, um, save their souls, as it were. This gentleman's club sounds like something of a den of evil, if you know what I mean.
1: I'm not sure that I do, but <laughs> sure, like I guess that though uh that's in the uh rich folk part of town, and uh i'd care I'd be careful going in there if I was you. I'd be careful going anywhere here, and I'd be careful asking questions to anybody.
4: Why do you? Why do you say that? <laughs>
0: he just weren't. he asks carefully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where
1: are you folks from?
0: The Om
2: Nation. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: never heard of it. Never heard of it.
2: We've come through the shroud. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a trek to say the least.
1: If you've got bright ideas on how to get me customers, that'd be great, but I can't imagine it's competition. I can't. Unless it's all yawning Freddy down the street. Maybe it's him. That son of a bitch. <laughs> that lazy son of a bitch yawning Freddy in his flop house. Two blocks now. I'm just making that up. Anyway. <laughs> it's like there's no customers.
4: Uh, listen, uh, sir, we just we just kind of got lost and the the shroud just kind of spit us out here to be honest with you we kind of got lost in a storm i don't know if you know anybody else that's been caught up in that shroud
1: no 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 no
4: well it ain't pretty just put it that way it's a big it's a rough it's a rough seas out there
1: i'd imagine it's cutting off all business all business but i yeah i'd suggest you keep your heads low and uh careful who you ask questions of
4: Alright. uh Noted. We're gonna we're gonna head upstairs now.
2: Uh, thank you, kind sir.
1: He Yawns. And, uh, yeah. Slides the keys to you. You guys are welcome to go upstairs. You guys gonna get some rest. Finally, yes. where this oh, is God, going? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going for a long rest. Oh boy. Yes.
0: <laughs> check out the rooms and make sure everything's relatively safe. Nobody's hiding in them. Uh, where the windows, if there is any, look out towards.
1: Yeah, there's a window in each one, and just look out into the do- out at the docks and see people out on the streets. Uh, the rooms themselves pretty pretty bare. Uh, it's not very fancy at all. Each room has two mattresses on the floor and a bucket. There's more buckets. <laughs> cool. Two mattresses and a bucket per room. You've rented three of them. I'm assuming you've done like the math on your character sheets for the gold and all that. I don't want to. Take up a bunch of time, like figuring that out. But I'm assuming someone did it. Someone do it? Be another yep. six cool. David's right? Yeah,
5: but I'm doing it right now. I got literally the entirety of the bag of holding in front of me. So
1: awesome. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, it's not. Uh, there's not much to investigate in the rooms. There are very slim pickings, very bare boned. But two beds apiece.
3: Locks on the doors.
1: Locks on the doors. He brings up a uh, bucket of water. Bucket of ale And a bucket of
4: Fried chicken Fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ten piece He brings
1: up a ten piece <laughs> hey. So are we going straight for A snooze uh,
5: uh, Considering it's like 4am in our own biological clocks I feel like we'll eat and then go to sleep Because yeah. I know that's what Looster's feeling Because he's at three hit points
4: <laughs> We yeah. should probably Figure out who's bunking With Van Richten
1: that is a good point. Can't all sleep in the same room. I they're, mean, I guess you could. It's not going to gonna be very comfortable, but.
0: How big are the rooms?
1: There's two mattresses in each, and they're, I mean, this is very slim picking. So yeah, but we can like take a, them. Uh, like a horse stall
0: size. Okay. I was going to say, we take the mattresses from the other rooms and group up.
1: Uh, if you want to really, like, shove people into the same rooms, I'd say you could comfortably get three mattresses per room if you want to do that.
0: Let's do that. and Then we have one room that's kind of iffy. Like, if anybody's coming after us.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, got a one-in-three chance of going in somewhere and going, <laughs> oh,
4: crap. Just put a sign on that one empty room. We're all in
3: here. We're all in here.
1: <laughs> Check this room first. Yeah. <laughs> Super awesome
3: party time.
1: You could all, you know, sardine yourselves into the same room, but you wouldn't all get a long rest if no. you do that. It's just not comfortable enough. But I'll definitely, I'll... Thumbs up. Three per if you want to drag some mattresses around.
2: Sure will. Um, As far as divvying up the rooms, I feel like Slash will turn to Lenara and um, uh, Lustra. Given Van Richten's current condition, it seems like you two are the most friendly faces to him. I feel like you two should probably bunk with Van Richten. And then Slash looks to Tess and Merlin. And I suppose I'm in the rooms with you
1: oh does everyone concur there's the table doesn't feel like they can. <laughs> the looks on your tess faces looks very uncomfortable
0: <laughs> i thought we'd probably do like girls in van richten but you
2: what know. was
1: what was your suggestion again
2: um lustra um uh, lenara van richten one room tess merlin slash another room huh. and the reason why is because van richten recognizes you know
0: these two but not these three i
1: mean yeah, that no doubt.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, just that involves me bunking with Selach <laughs> and Merlin. You can put Merlin in the middle. I only stink a little bit. <laughs> Press the digitation. Now you don't.
1: Remember that time you like, Colin? You like stopped us in a hallway to talk about feelings, and then but Adam, you answered. You answered who you'd kill, Mary? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Merlin wasn't one of the options. <laughs> like I, I still laugh about that every time. <laughs> This is like I'd marry Luce or kill Solash and fuck Tess, and Merlin was just (laughs) just not in the pool.
0: (laughs) Still stand by it. (laughs) Why would he be? Why
4: why would he belong anywhere near those options?
1: Uh, It just makes me laugh, and now here's Tess being like, I have to sleep with Solash and Merlin? God help me. (laughs) Poor Merlin.
3: Technically, I just have to meditate beside them, but still...
1: Anyway, what's this split look like? What are we, what are we doing?
4: I'm okay with that split. I don't yeah. think it actually matters too much as long as someone watches over uh, Van Richten. Actually, it probably favors the people who are dunking with Van Richten. I'm going to get a much better sleep because you guys are going to have to like actually, you know, if with something some happens, you're going to have to wake up. You know, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. We're the ones who's probably going to have to be waking up to a screaming in Van Richten.
3: So, right. well, if anything, I will be able to watch over these two
2: for the remaining four hours of their rest. Slash so looks over at Tess. No funny business looking under these clothes. <laughs> <laughs> <My little Tess. laughs> so it's
3: an auto crit if you hit someone who's asleep, right?
1: Let's go over to the other bedroom. <laughs> the scene shifts <laughs> to the room with Lustra, Lenara, and Van Richten. Everyone's, like, putting on their pajamas, getting ready to go to bed. What's going on? I don't think we've had a Lenara Lustra conversation. What's going on in that room before you go to bed? Talk about anything?
5: You know more than High and Sylvan?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nope, just the one. It's very close to Elvin, and I keep always getting those mixed up, even though it's (laughs) part of my heritage. Where did you learn
5: Sylvan? Uh, The funny thing is... There's there's a lot of creatures that'll actually respond to Sylvan, and uh, uh, some of the shamans in the clan actually know Sylvan, so I thought if I learned Sylvan that I would have a bit more command over the things that I hunt. That's why I learned it. It's a lot of mating calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You'd
0: know uh, what animals would tell you not to shoot, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So
5: it's all all very utilitarian, I guess, in the effort of hunting. i uh, I hate to be a bother, but do you mind? And I point to my boots, which are probably still completely fucked. No.
0: Oh, <laughs> I will uh, give those a presentation mending, and um, I'll fill the air with that freshly clean boot smell.
5: Oh, thank you. Certainly appreciate that. Well, I'm sure it's better than what's going on in the other rooms, so <laughs> not uh- <laughs> Well, we'll all have to learn to get along at one point or another, and I'm going to get all of you guys kicking and screaming, but you'll all get along eventually. I know we can all work together fighting, and if we can do it fighting, we can do it in other ways. It's just the other ways will take time, I think. We have agency now. What do you want to do? Uh, I need. We need to cover more ground. And, and uh, I take out my rosary, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep an eye out for this. Because, I mean, anyone from my clan will have this somewhere, or if they know of this rosary, then they're somehow connected to my clan. And obviously... My father will have something like this, and I feel like that will be the divining rod, as it were, in tracking him down. And if I find him, I'll probably find Rena. And after that, then we can get the hell out of here. Or at least that's what my plan is. Do you have any clue where they might have ended up? Uh, I ha- And that's the problem, is I don't even know where to begin. Like, the mists took them, and that's as far as I got. You know, I just know that they went. I found about the Domains of Dread. Here we are, and... Apparently, this is my father's, according to uh, Van Richten or Erasmus. I don't know, it's all a haze now, but it's not mine. And if it does belong to my father and it's connected to Darkon, I'm, I'm just making a leaping assumption that he might be here or he has some kind of connection to that particular domain. It's, it's a starting point.
0: That's it. We have somewhere
5: to go. And you want to return home? Only once, you know, all of you guys have your things sorted, and I have my father and Rena. That's that's where I'm at right now. I can appreciate that. And yourself? I really don't have much to go back to.
0: I have friends, but no one overly close. Uh, my mother is gone, my father is distant. Van Richten was like a surrogate father, and I'm already... Wondering where I can hunt down his little stashes of resources and uh, information on the off chance he passes. Try and make sure all the research and lives he saved don't turn out to be a waste.
5: Well, I'm sure if there's anyone who can continue on his legacy, at least from what I've seen of what you can do, I feel like you're definitely on the right track for that.
0: by uh, doing what I can and. What I've been prepared for so far and still quite green. We'll see how it all turns out.
5: No, but chasing that purpose gives you value. And the fact that you chase it with everything that you have, that's important. And I feel like as long as you find that that purpose is important and continues to be important to you, I feel like you'll succeed. That's how how life works as far as I'm concerned. You trade everything that you have for this purpose and then this purpose gives you what you need. Hmm. It's one of the greatest trades in life.
1: Some deep pillow talk. That's it. Mm. Some deep, <laughs> deep pillow talk.
5: Also, did you want to keep first watch on Van Richten, or did you want me to? I will stay awake for a while. Okay, well, I'm going to take off this breastplate. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's
5: heavy. That's not like the leathers I'm used to. Okay, and I'm going to go to sleep. You take it easy and shake me when you're ready.
0: I... We'll be sure to wake you as needed.
1: Looster rolls over, try to get some sleep. Lenar stays up for a little bit. He was kind of watch over Van Richten too as the hour, a few hours pass. He actually already noticed a little bit of a change in his condition. He's sweating a little bit less fever, a little less high than it was. I mean, he's, you know, in no means better but it becomes evident very, very quickly that this this old guy's body desperately needed just an undisturbed rest on a fucking mattress. Like, that's... He needed this more than anyone else. And (laughs) just a few hours in, like, you can already... Like, he's sleeping very, very soundly. Unfortunately, you can still see those eye movements under his eyelids, though. That dream still plagues him. At some point during the evening, he wakes up screaming. I'm sure you try to reassure him, get him back down. the hell's going on in the other room? Who is the meat in the sandwich in that room? (laughs) Why? Who's in the middle?
2: (laughs) Uh, I feel like... like, Slash is the weakest meat, so... (laughs) Well, the chicken is the most delicious meat, so...
1: <laughs> well, All right, I don't bucket. know what either of those two things <laughs> mean. Who's in the middle, though? Merlin,
2: for sure. Merlin, Merlin for, for, sure. for sure. Well, Merlin's... I don't think
4: Merlin's asleep just yet. Merlin's right now peeing in a bucket from the three-point line.
6: Just, like, <laughs>
4: wobbling back and forth dangerously. So, any when I find those men in black, I'm going to really fuck them up. They don't know who's that. Uh, who's the champion of Schultz. I'm gonna give him the old one two, and they won't even see what's coming.
6: <laughs>
4: Drunk off his ass, peeing in a bucket.
1: <laughs> Why don't you give me a uh, sleight of hand check?
6: Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
1: Attempting sleight to- of
4: hand, he doesn't shake it. If that's what <laughs> <laughs> you
6: I'm,
1: I'm wondering if it goes in the bucket.
3: But we have so many.
1: There are a lot of buckets. You can have advantage. <laughs> Thank you.
4: I'm going to borrow... Wait, D20? Let me borrow that. Thanks. Uh, 14 uh, minus two of the stress uh, is a 12. And That's then, enough to hit yeah. one of these
1: multiple buckets. Yeah.
4: Okay. Cool. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, it's, Good a, job. it's
1: a clear... We
0: did it! <laughs> you did
2: it.
1: You beat D&D. <laughs> Successfully pissed in a bucket. Is, uh, is there anything going on in that room though in all seriousness any i think it makes a lot of sense that merlin would be pretty pissed drunk early in the night and pissing in buckets this adds up i yep. buy that what's what's what else is going on um, anything
2: i feel like salash would call up galas Galos, now that we're out of the mists perhaps you're a bit more talkative
1: in a voice Maybe even, like, quiet enough. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't talk loudly. The tattoo kind of shifts to very close to your ear. He's like, yeah, Mia, what's up?
2: You were suspiciously absent during our travels in the mists. Is there-
1: no, I didn't go nowhere. Where am I going to go?
2: You understand what I mean.
1: Hey, look, a ghost kid said, focus on where you want to go. Clear all thoughts from your mind except the destination. That's what I did.
2: So where was it that you were looking to go then?
1: Doc on We all were told, focus and think doc on, right? Can I insight check my own tattoo? Sure. Ooh, stress. That's 13. You don't think he's being honest?
2: Hmm. Shocking. Yeah, Imagine <laughs> <more than laughs> that.
1: Let me say, rather, everything he just said it sounds true.
3: Yeah but true in the way that Salash tells the truth. <laughs> I didn't yeah. lie. Lie by, no. lie by omission. Lie by
2: omission.
1: Yeah, maybe so. But he's saying he focused on Darkon and thought of Darkon. And, yeah, you don't pick up that he. it sounds like he was telling the truth. He sounds like he's telling the truth there. Hmm. But you definitely get, like, this feeling that there, there are things about glosses and agenda that apparently you're not aware of.
2: Mm. Tell me, Galas, have you heard of, read of, perhaps dated, a book that (laughs) knows anything about where we're at? Martira Bay, Darkon, anything of that nature. No,
1: but if you ask me, we should focus everything on healing that old man up. Sounds like he knows a lot about this place.
2: For once we agree. Although this is suspiciously altruistic of you.
1: What do you mean for once? We've always agreed.
2: It's his catchphrase. (laughs) <laughs> i suppose we've always agreed on the baser points although i think you and i can both agree that i certainly have larger philosophical differences even if our goals align
1: yeah maybe so but you wanted the truth i told you the truth i wasn't talking because i was focusing on dark on nothing but cleared my mind thought of nothing else
2: now that we aren't thinking of Darakon, we're in it. Have you read of anything here? No. Alrighty then. Um uh, Slash would not say already then. That was Miles. Ogaly Dokally. Ogaly Dokally, yeah. Um What is it? Um uh Slash will look over Merlin's, you know, passed out body to Tess. <laughs> Slow blink. We are all safe now. You do not need to associate with me if you do not wish to, but understand that we do have to work together at some point. But I hope that you might be able to teach me a little bit more about how to. And he sort of, you know, his face twists up a bit. Socialize. <sighs> All
3: right. You keep saying you want to learn? Let's learn. Lesson one. She, uh, she steps over. Uh, Merlin's semi-lucid body sits down in front of him. Reaches in her uh, in her pouch, takes out a single dart. Take this from me. Slash goes to to reach for it. She slaps you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. Take this from me.
2: His hand slowly reaches out again. She slaps you in the face.
3: What's the wrong, Slash? Take the dart.
2: Readying his other hand to block an incoming slap, he's going to reach for the dart again. She goes
3: to slap you in the face. (laughs) But as she goes, she grabs your wrist that you're going to block with and says, all right, now what have you learned? Slash sort of shakes his head. If you give someone a reason to expect the same thing over and over, then that is all that they will expect. Take the dart.
2: His eye's narrow. He reaches out again. She (laughs) slaps you in the face.
3: (laughs) Now tell me, Selash, what will happen if you try to take the dart?
2: Clearly you will slap me. Hmm.
3: Selash, if you give someone a reason to assume that's taking one that they can only expect one thing from you and that is all that they will expect you have only given me a reason to distrust you you have only given us from the beginning examples of you thinking that you'll know better than us thinking that you are better than us it seems that you have realized that this will not get you very far but It will take time to get past that first impression. If you try to take the dart from me, what will you expect? Right now, I would expect a little more than a slap. Even if I were not to, you would expect it. So even if you do not intend to betray us, I will expect it. And that is something that I feel we both need to change. You guys have
1: some deep, deep pillow talk, <laughs> man. Man, oh man! How awkward does it feel for Merlin right now? <laughs> yeah, you're too drunk to give a shit. That's, yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. That's that's my thought.
2: Passed out Van Richten, a passed out Merlin. Same difference.
1: <laughs> uh, good, good stuff. Well, eventually. The night uh, starts to pass. Two, well, the two or three of you in that room get a little bit of rest in. Eventually, we get to a point, though, where it yeah, tests deep in, in meditation. Merlin passed out drunk, where the so you hear, galas, in a very, very, very whispered voice. The tattoo almost like moves into your ear canal. Oh, in very, very low tones. Zay, uh, you still up? I know you are. Hey, we've been doing a pretty good job, don't you think? Earlier that, uh, said she's, uh, starting to trust you. Good cop, bad cop, things working out pretty good, if you ask me. That is still what we're doing, right?
2: Slash again. Very, very hushed tones, doesn't try to alert anybody, you know, very whispered. For now, I dislike using you as a scapegoat. I would prefer a more authentic experience of my own.
1: Unfortunately, that ain't in the cards. You know that.
2: I'm sure that galos can feel Zalash's head nod.
1: Just remember, if you start thinking about going soft on these people. Just remember, I don't have to get involved as long as our agendas line up. So don't go soft, bro. Good cop, bad cop is working.
2: Slash sort of, you know, his face scrunches up in his sleep and he's just like, sometimes I'm wondering who's the good cop and who's the bad cop.
1: Maybe we'll find out next week. Maybe we'll find out. Next week, we'll stop it there with Gloss reminding you that you better keep your agendas lined up.
0: <laughs> you can be a terrible cop if every time you look at your handcuffs, you get frightened.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. All right, you have the right to remain... Ah! Oh, oh, oh.